Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri, and we're very excited to have a special guest here this week in unique circumstances, of course. We welcome BC's starting quarterback this Saturday versus Temple. Dennis Grossell joins us on the podcast. Dennis, thanks so much for a couple minutes here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Excited to get on the podcast. So Eagle fans know you, Dennis, of course, 2019-2020, you appeared in numerous games. I just want to take a step back and kind of educate fans who might be watching Saturday for the first time since last year about you. And just, first of all, let's just go back in time. I know you're from the Cleveland, Ohio area. Was baseball, I mean, excuse me, was football always your number one sport? Did you play other sports like baseball? Yeah, I was a baseball and football guy. I think football was always number one. Uh, Always was, you know, a pretty high priority. Um, when it con- contradicted with football. So, um, you know, I, I was did play both, did really like both, uh, you know, really enjoyed playing baseball. But when it came down to it, uh, you know, football was the way to go in the end. And now I know you went to St. Ignatius in Cleveland, a very, you know, famous high school, great sports program. Well, I guess what attracted you to that high school and uh, how did you do sports-wise there? What sports did you play? Yeah, you know, I think there was just something about, you know, the place when I went and visited. It was a pretty unique, uh, pretty unique school. Um, offered a lot of different opportunities, a lot of freedom. Um, you know, I, I, it was as you said, like you know, the you know elite athletic programs obviously an attraction, but the school itself is awesome. Um, it's an all guys school, about um, let's see, probably about 1,500 all boys. So, um, which is you know something about it when I went and visited. It was a really neat place. Um, the athletics obviously were a, were a big part of that. Um, played baseball and football while I was there. Um, you know, was able to. Was able to see time on the varsity as a sophomore for both baseball and football. So, um, you know, it, it was really cool and a really cool experience. And, you know, all the guys and coaches there are still keeping a lot of good, good contact with. Um, you know, got a lot of texts in them this week uh, on both sides that, you know, wishing me luck this weekend. But, um, you know, it's just an, an awesome place and I'm really fortunate the way it all turned out. And you know, I wouldn't have changed a thing. Okay, now let's go right to the recruiting period. I know you had a, some good opportunities to play baseball at Butler. And then a, a BC opportunity came on. First of all, what did you know of Boston College before you went there, and how did you ultimately decide to go to BC? Um, yeah, so, you know, it's it's, it's a, definitely an interesting and kind of long, confusing story. But um, you know, in, in the end, it was you know I wanted to wanted to play football originally. Um, some things didn't really work out, and had had a bunch of different opportunities for baseball actually, um, and you know. Not not to say it was a fallback, but had had you know while I was looking for football primarily, and you know things didn't really work out. Knew I had some good options for baseball, um, and, and ended up you know taking um go, you know going to go to Butler to try to play baseball there, um, and yeah, so basically walking out of walking out of graduation math, you know, in the spring of 2016, um, my the head football coach there you know pulled me out and said, hey, you know, there's a spot at Boston College. Um, you need to know basically by Friday. This is probably a Sunday night math, you know, that graduation thing. You got you got to know by Friday night. And I was like, whoa, you know, I was actually I think going to attend Butler's orientation that weekend also. So you know, everything had already been set. 
the down payment was paid, everything was good to go, and then uh, and then this happened. So you know, going into it, didn't know too much about about BC. Um, you know, obviously knew knew it was a good school, had you know it had some rich history, and but you know, looking into it, anything more than that was you know would have been a lie. Didn't didn't know too much about it, but um, you know, that week did a did a deep dive in BC about their football program, about kind of what they were all about, and you know, come Friday it was a no brainer. Um, that I, you know, I wanted to spend the next four years here and, you know, play football. And because if it would have happened, you know, six months prior to, um, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have blinked an eye and I would have done it right away. So that's kind of what it was all about. Um, there's obviously a lot more details that fall into that, but I'll save you guys the, the despair there. Yeah. You're, I guess, what do you think it was that, uh, at the time, Coach Adazio, what did, what did he think he liked about you and giving you that preferred walk-on status, uh, back in 2016? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think just, you know, the way I played the game and the way I kind of fit his system at the time um, was something that, you know, he, he lo- was looking for. Um, now, I'm not really too sure what exactly, but I'm really fortunate that he gave me that opportunity because it turned out um, better than I ever could have really imagined, honestly. I mean, I still don't believe kind of the journey I've been through and how far I've come in the last couple of years. Yeah, that's a great segue to my next question as we go to your BC time and you know, you played a lot, Dennis. 2019, seven games. 2020, three games. And, of course, that amazing game against Virginia, 520 yards passing, school record. I guess let's just go year by year real quick. 2019, what was your mindset coming in, and how did you grow as a quarterback uh, during those seven games coming in for Anthony Brown? Right, right. But I think 2019 was a big year for me because, um, obviously, um, I had the backup job for the fall, but I mean, even to the summer, that's when I was offered, uh, you know, an official scholarship. So 2019 was a big year for me going from, you know, the, the season before being the fourth or fifth guy to, you know, earning a scholarship in the summer and then um, being the backup in the fall. So that, that whole transition happened really quickly. Um, you know, had the backup spot in the fall and obviously Anthony, uh, Anthony Brown goes down. Um, and, you know, it was kind of one of those situations where you don't really have enough time to think and it's before you know it, you're in the situation and you're starting for three games or, or uh, you're three games in. I think he said it was like seven games, um, but you know you're midway through and you're like, holy crap! Like what? What is going on right now? You think just a year ago you were, you know, not even on the travel roster. So um, yes. you know, 2019 was was just like a eye opening experience and it was just kind of really really cool to see everything go down and be fortunate that I was you know was in the situation that I was in, be able to help the team as much as I could. Well, congratulations too on that scholarship. I know that's a big big deal too back then. Yeah. Um, and then 2020. Now, I, was it? It was a Clemson game, right? Where you came in mid-game. Is that? Do I have that right? So I came in for the one play against Clemson, but the Louisville game a few weeks later was the was the game where I played the second half. Gotcha. Okay, so just take us to that mindset throughout that year, and then obviously the Big Virginia game. How did you grow as a quarterback from 19 to 20 uh, during that stretch? Um, yeah, so I think 19 to 20 was the big year that you know the whole the staff transitioned, and we got. Um, a whole new coaching staff and a bunch of players coming in. Um, obviously, Phil came in in that situation, and it was just, it was just you know basically felt like it was starting over, and not in a bad way, but in a good way. It was a refresh. Um, was able to learn from a handful of offensive coaches that brought a really cool perspective to everything. Um, and you know, I've been through three offensive coordinators since I've been here, and each one of them had brought a different perspective. Wow! Um, and, and as a quarterback, you learn you learn the ins and outs of it differently from each guy. And you know, football is a simple game, but it's you know, it's complicated in its own ways, but you know, when you when you break down to it, it's, it's all the same, but each coach has their own twist on it, and I think that's, you know, one of the things I attribute to how far I've come is just the ability to build on that and take a little bit from each person and, and grow to that. But I think coming into 
the 20 year was, you know, just it was, it was a breath of fresh air and it was cool to see everything work out. Um, Phil comes in and wins the starting job and, uh, you know, kind of back in the same situation. I'm, I'm the backup now again. I, I knew my role from the year before. Um, I was, was able to settle in that, into that role and be as efficient in that role as possible and just kind of, kind of mash and bring the, you know, the old players with the new staff and be that middleman to, uh, to try to help win some games. Okay, that's awesome. And now you're going to 2021. I guess my question for you, and you know, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, going to this year. You know, Phil would be there. Obviously, you didn't know he was going to get hurt game two or three. But I guess you've already graduated from Boston College, right? I assume you're in graduate school now. So I guess my question, I think a lot of fans might wouldn't blame you. Did you ever think about transferring just to get a starting year one another school and be the starter? I guess what made you want to not transfer and come to BC? Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Yeah, there, there was definitely a piece of me that, you know, thought about leaving, especially the way the 2020 year wrapped up. Um, I had a lot of talk with Coach Halfley about it um, in the winter, and um, right kind of after the season wrapped up. Um, and, you know, it, it was, there was definitely part, part of me that, you know, thought about leaving, but, you know, if we go back, like I said, to that, you know, the transition period and how I got here originally and, you know, how far I've come. And there's part of me that really kind of wanted just to finish it off here and, you know, kind of finish what I started. And um, I think it's a testament to the guys on the team of how great they are and just the school in general. Like, it's, it's a, such a cool place here. The people are awesome. You know, yeah, I, I think I, I just, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. And I just wanted to finish it off kind of where I started and, um, you know, and I think another, another part of it is just how great Coach Halfley is and how great this program is trending. Um, and I think I would have regretted leaving a lot more than I would have regretted staying. Yeah, you got a, you got undergrad degree and you work on your your master's, right? Graduate school. It's nothing wrong with that. That's right. Yep. Yep. Just finished up a master's degree this fall. So wow. Um, have a few, have a few more classes to take, and and that'll be that'll be it. So, but yeah, I think it's just it's it's such a cool place, and I wouldn't wouldn't change it. And I definitely don't regret a thing for staying. Okay, last couple minutes here. Just want to quickly now take us to this year, the Temple Week. How has this week been different from you? You're talking to people like me. You know what? Just what are you going into now? What's your mindset as we head into a big, big stretch of the season? Yeah, I think. I mean, only difference for me really is the rest of getting practice, and I get to talk to cool guys like you. So, um, <laughs> you know, no preparation or none of the weekly stuff is really any different. But you know, more reps, a little more, a little more media time. Um, but, you know, nothing, nothing else preparation-wise is any different. We're really excited to get after Temple. Um, the guys have all been fired up. Um, a lot of guys from that area and, you know, a few guys actually from Temple. So the energy's been great this week. Um, and we're just kind of taking it one game at a time right now. I know we know we have a big stretch ACC games coming up. Um, but we're, just, we're excited to get back out there and play some more football. And then how is, uh, how is Phil Ben in terms of your interactions with him in the quarterback room? Has he been helpful? And just your teammates as a whole, have they been pretty supportive of you? Oh yeah, everyone's been really supportive. You know, Phil included. Um, you know, had surgery. When was that earlier this week? And the next day was out on the field signaling for the offense and helping us get the plays in. So, um, you know, just kind of kind of the guy he is, and kind of the guy he wanted just to be there helping everyone out as much as he can. He's, he's been great. Um, he's been around. You know, every second he hasn't you know, you know taken any days off or put his head down. But obviously, it's, it's a bummer for him. And he's 
he's upset, and I, you know you can't blame him after how hard he's worked this off season. But um, he's been great, and you know everyone's been super supportive, and it's you know it's really cool as the culture that we're building here and the culture that Coach Hadley provides. And then Dennis too. When we're watching Saturday, BC fans, what give us just something to look for if we know that things are going really well for you and the team. What 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 should we look out for? What's kind of characteristics of a where we can kind of say, oh, I think this is, this game is really turning out well. Is there anything we should look out for? Mm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep your uh, keep your eyes at the sideline and how much fun we're having and how uh, you know laughing and high fiving on the sideline and keeping things loose. Um, the, the second that things look to get tight. You know, you know, we're in trouble. It's not how we play. It's not how you know we practice. It's not the culture we're building here. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be loose, and we're gonna go out and play. So you see us goofing around on the sideline and laughing around. It's not, not because we're not focused. It's because we're, you know, we're dialed in. And that's how we play. Okay, Dennis. And my last question: What is Dennis Grossell like off the field? What are, what are your interests other than football? What do you like to do in your free time when you are being relaxed? Uh, you know, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of golf, a lot of movies. You there know. you go. Um, trying new new places in Boston, um, food wise, um, just you know, just enjoying it and enjoying being up in Boston and you know, being with the, with the teammates and going out to eat and um, you know, just enjoying time and just enjoying the guys and not doing. I'm not not too interesting, so I'm not going to give you some some cool fun facts, but um, a lot of golf, enjoying the outdoors and just you know, enjoying the city of Boston. Okay, I got to ask you now, what's your golf handicap? What, what's a Dennis Corsell golf handicap? So played a ton this summer. Um, for the first time consistently in a few years, and uh, we're getting to about we're getting to uh, you know m- maybe like a high teens. Okay. Working in like a maybe like an eighteen to twenty range right now, um, and that that's you know after some some sloppy work this summer, but hopefully we're building on that in the next couple next couple years. There you go, there you go. Well, hey Dennis, best of luck Saturday. Congratulations, and more important, congratulations your your degree and your you know work on your masters. You're almost there and. You have the support of the Eagles fans, or we're going to be excited to watch you throughout this season. Awesome. I appreciate it. We're really excited to get out there and uh, give, it another, give it another swing. So, Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.